Well, good afternoon. I like that song, Bill. Do you remember this time when Isaac asked his daddy, I see the wood, I see the fire, but where's the lamb? And his daddy replied to him, Son, the Lord will provide himself a lamb. I think that's encapsulated in Rock of Ages. God accepted the sacrifice. God provided the sacrifice. Everything we need is in Jesus. Well, please open your Bibles to Faith's Hall of Fame. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 and look down to verses 30 and 31. The Bible said, By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Wow. Rahab, here she is in God's trophy case in Faith Hall of Fame. She, according to the apostolic writer, is a heroine of faith. In other words, her faith is worthy of our emulation, Rahab. The inspired writer says, By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believe not when she had received the spies with peace. Verse 31. She, the heroine of faith, is a heroine because she has faith. And the depth of her faith is a stark contrast to the ones that perished. Rather than having faith, the apostolic writer says, they believed not. On the one hand, Rahab the harlot, faith. On the other hand, these that die believed not. She had faith. She believed, and her faith was evidenced, the writer says, when she received the spies with peace. She demonstrated her faith by what she did. So, James, remember? You say you got faith? Show me. I'm not talking, but pretty obvious I've got faith, right? I'll show you my faith by what I do. Well, let's remind ourselves about about Rahab's faith. Please turn back to Joshua chapter 2. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. Joshua chapter 2. The Bible says, And Joshua the son of Nun sent out to Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go, view the land, even Jericho. And they went, and they came into an harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee which are entered into thine house, for they be come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus, 
There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. And it came to pass about the time of the shutting of the gate, when it was dark, the men went out. Whither the men went, I wot not. Pursue after them quickly, for you shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan unto the fords. But as soon as they which perceived after them, pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said to the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, He is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Now therefore I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house, and give me a true token, that you will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. And the men answered her, our life for yours, if you utter not this our business. And it shall be when the Lord hath given us the land that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. And she said to them, Get you to the mountains, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourself there three days until the pursuers be returned. And afterward you may go your way. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors into the street, his blood shall be upon his head. And we will be guiltless. But whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. And if thou utter this our business, then we will be quit of thine oath, which thou hast made us to swear. And she said, According unto your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed. And she bound the scarlet line in the window. And they went and came unto the mountain, and abode there three days, until the pursuers were returned. And the pursuers sought them throughout all the way, but found them not. And the two returned, and descended from the mountain, and passed over, and came to Joshua the son of Nun, and told him all things that befell them. And they said to Joshua, Truly the Lord hath delivered into our hands all this land, for even all the inhabitants of the country do faint because of us. Now flip forward a few pages to chapter 6. Look down to verse 16. The Bible says, It came to pass at the seventh time when the priests blew with the trumpets. <coughs> Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. 
And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live. She and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And you, in any wise, keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest you make yourselves accursed, when you take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and the vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. So that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, ox and sheep and ass with the edge of the sword. But Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country, Go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she hath as you swear unto her. And the young men that were the spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. And they burnt the city with fire and all that was therein. Only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and of iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive and her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Well, friends, the story of Rahab's faith is like water in the desert in the middle of this narrative of death. As the the Israelites enter this land of promise by conquest, lots of killing, lots of killing. An oasis in the desert, you know, is a beautiful thing. And the narrative of Rahab is such an oasis because, listen, in it we see the universality of God's mercy. The universality of God's mercy. And the high truth, listen, that trust in Jehovah brings deliverance. No matter how wicked a life has been. Did you hear what I said? Trust in Jehovah brings deliverance, no matter how wicked a life has been. Consider Rahab. She was a harlot. She was known by her trade. In the Bible we read of Demetrius the silversmith. We read of Simon the tanner, people that are known by their trade. But Rahab... Comma, the harlot. What does she do? She's a harlot. The Net Bible and the New International Version designate Rahab a prostitute. So the implication's clear. She made her living, she earned her living by sinning. That's what she did for a living. For the Old Testament law taught clearly 
do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore, lest the land fall to whoredom and the land become full of wickedness. Leviticus 19.29 Strictly forbidden in Israel. There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor a sodomite of the sons of Israel. Deuteronomy 23.17 Be clear, Christian. Scripture's clear. Scripture's clear. So let's be clear. Rahab was a Canaanite, not an Israelite. So she would not have been familiar with the Torah, with the Pentateuch, and the prohibitions against harlotry in Israel. But in the eyes of the Israelites, she was a horrible sinner. In the eyes of the Israelites, she was a horrible sinner. She was Rahab the harlot. Now, that was how they saw her. That was how the Israelites saw her. But as the prophet Samuel learned, God sees what man can't. The Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. 1 Samuel 16, 7. So with their eyes of flesh, the Israeli spies saw a Canaanite prostitute. Oh, she's just a street whore here in Jericho. That's what they saw. But God saw a heroine of faith. God saw something man could not see. God saw a woman who, hearing about the mighty God of Israel, believed. She heard about it. I heard. We heard. The Red Sea dried up. We heard. Our hearts melted. I believe. They saw an Israeli prostitute. God saw a heroine of faith who hearing about the mighty God of Israel, believed. And we saw this in her confession. She said, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, that your terror has fallen upon us. All the people around here are fainting because of you. We've heard how your God dried up the water of the Red Sea when you came out of Egypt. We heard what He did to those two kings on the other side of the Jordan River. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted. We've got no courage anymore because of you. The Lord, your God, He's the God of heaven and He's the God of earth. Wow. Wow. Preach it, sister. Goodness. Wow. A believer. A believer. A Canaanite believer. So, beloved, here was a woman of faith in the midst of sinful and perishing people. And when she had the opportunity to demonstrate her faith, how? By helping the people of God, she did it. A good way to demonstrate your faith, Christian, is to help the people of God. She did it. And this heroine of faith is saved. When the Hebrews come in and raise Jericho, they take her away. 
or take her away. And she marries a Hebrew man named Salmon, and they have a son named Boaz, who marries a Moabite woman named Ruth, and they have a son named Obed, who has a son named Jesse, who has a son named David, who ultimately has a son named Jesus. Rahab's faith is true faith. Faith that acts. Faith that works. And Rahab's faith is seized upon by the Apostle James as evidence that faith without works is dead. In his masterful argument that true faith works, James writes, this is in James chapter 2, listen. What is it, what is it profit, my brethren, Though a man say he hath faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to him, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give him not those things which are needful, what does that profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. You say... Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest there is one God. You do well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou, O man, know that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son? Upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God? You see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise also... Was not Rahab, the harlot, justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. James 2, 14 through 26. Well, beloved, think with me for a minute. What did Rahab know? What does she know? What were her theological qualifications? How much did she know? I submit to you that her creed was short and simple. Very short and very simple. She despised the idols of Canaan, and she believed that Jehovah was the one true God. She probably didn't have a Torah scroll. Probably couldn't even read. She knew nothing of the Mosaic Revelation with its moral law and its sacrificial. And yet, James, the writer, James and the writer to the Hebrews have no qualms ascribing great faith to Rahab, even listing her as a heroine in God's Hall of Fame. 
So Rahab, a Gentile, a pagan, believes. She believes in Jehovah and she places her trust in Him. She helps His people and she's saved. She's saved. They which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Galatians 3.19 Who is Abraham? He is the father of the faithful. He is the father of those who are filled with faith. Let me remind you again just how it was that Abraham of Ur became the first Jew. How did that happen? He believed God. When God said, go, he got up and he went. And he became the father of the faithful. The Bible says the father of us all. Listen to the great words of the apostle from Romans 4, verses 16 through 25. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, Not to that only, which is of the law, but that also, which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee, written to Abraham, I have made thee a father of many nations, before whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform Therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Well, listen, listen. If you have not believed on Jesus, listen to me for a minute. Let me say this. Beware, beware, lest people with less light than you have and more love enter the kingdom of God before you. Beware, lest people who have seen less light than has shined to you but have more love, beware, lest they enter the kingdom before you. When Jesus healed the servant of that Roman centurion, a Gentile of great faith, the Bible says that Jesus, seeing that centurion, marveled. Now that, my friend, is interesting because this is God on earth. God in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, God the Son, marveled at this man. 
And he said to those that were there with him, Verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. Not in all Israel. A Roman, a Gentile. And I say to you, this is Jesus, I say to you, many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 8, 10 and 11. Listen, his pedigree didn't matter. He was a Gentile, an enemy, but he believed. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ marveled. Rahab's pedigree didn't matter. She was a Gentile, an enemy, but she believed and she was saved. All, listen, all that God requires is simple faith. True and simple faith. Faith that believes. Faith that acts. And with simple faith like that, He will make a Canaanite harlot the grandmother of a king and the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother of the king. Wow. Wow. So consider the faith of Rahab. Consider it. Remember it. She didn't know a lot. She didn't understand a lot. But she believed in the one true God. And she demonstrated her faith by acting on it. Acting on behalf of God's people. And she was greatly blessed and she was saved. May God bless us by enabling us to trust Him. And let us cry out with those blessed apostles, O Lord, increase our faith. Brother Jonathan, would you dismiss us?